Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're not the same as anyone here But we can take it We're short or brown or round or we queer I got a feeling We are on to something here Live from King's Place in London The Spontaneity Shop presents a special Yuletide Winterville Solstice edition of Global Pillage The comedy panel show starring you The hive mind of the audience At the London Podcast Festival I really like that. It's my favourite rendition so far. Don't they sing well? Yeah, they did sing well, actually. Yeah. Well, there's lots of them, and they're in a festive spirit because it's the 22nd of December. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Deborah Francis-White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we rummage in the stockings of culture and spin the dreidel of custom to come up with the most festive questions we can about winter celebrations all over the world. Decking our halls with their boughs of holly, please welcome the comedians! <laughs> On my left, playing for the Spaz and Rosie Jones, Jessica Foster-Q and Rosie Jones! <laughs> And on my right, playing for Ambiguously Brown, Francesco De Carlo and Desiree Birch. <laughs> Panellists, what makes you diverse? Rosie Jones. Hello. As you can tell from my voice, I suffer from being northern. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite diverse. <laughs> um, no, let me approach the disabled elephant in the room. <laughs> That's what my mum calls me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have a disability called cerebral palsy, 
and I really need to tell everyone here that being disabled is amazing. <laughs> it is. You can dribble on people you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your team called the Spaz and Rosie Jones? Rosie Jessica Foster Rosie Hugh. chose that. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Such a prick. Uh, because I'm called Rosie Jones. <laughs> and yes, <laughs> is a Spaz. <laughs> So, Jessica Foster-Cute... Uh, it's already the most fun I've had on a panel show. <laughs> ever. Jess Jessica foster what makes you diverse? I'm a quarter Austrian, and I was educated in a rural comprehensive with a higher teenage pregnancy rate than Geordie Shaw. <laughs> Good answer. Thank you to the Spaz and Rosie Jones. A team name that's really funny now, but when I've said it 45 times, <laughs> it's going to just start to sound bigoted to no, everybody. No, I like it. No, <laughs> As long as you like it, Rosie Jones, <laughs> and you're happy to take the Twitter flack from me, I'm just forwarding them all to you, baby. I'm forwarding bring, them all to you. Bring it on. Ambiguously <laughs> <laughs> brown, Francesco De Carlo and Desiree Birch. Francesco, how are you diverse? I'm Italian, and uh, I have a problem with the uh, curtains. 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 Yes, in this country. I cannot sleep because you need the blinds on your windows in this country, I think. <laughs> because the light comes into well, my... In Italy, does the sun just like gently caress you at noon? Like, come no, on, we, we have stuff. We have stuff on the windows. <laughs> you need stuff so I cannot sleep properly and that makes me a little diverse. <laughs> so what you're trying to say is that in this country, we don't have blackout blinds so you, a comedian, can sleep till noon. Exactly. <laughs> I and think I will uh, create a political platform uh, for this problem. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to know why people voted for Brexit. Um, <laughs> Desiree Birch, how are you diverse? I am a big black lady from America, and I have Christmas cramps right now, which is happening in this room right now, remember? Oh. <laughs> from before when it became oh. Christmas. I'm trying to say I'm suffering, people. Appreciate my presence, all right? We do. Thank you so much, Desiree Birch, for turning up with cramps and mentioning them. Yeah, you're welcome, world. You're welcome. absolutely. I'm Deborah Francis-White, and I'm diverse because I am an Australian-British person with two passports that did get me into lots of countries around the world, but soon will get me into two. Making sure that no one opens their presents too early, please welcome fact checker, score totaler, and hair splitter extraordinaire. It's Ned Cedric in Patton's Corner. Hi. And hoping to spend his Christmas between the sheets, provided those sheets are sheets of music, oh. please welcome the amazingly musical Mark Hodge. Ned Sedgwick, have you had any global conversations lately? So I've got that Christmas December flu that's been going around that I'm sure everyone's <laughs> really been suffering from. And when people ask me in England, like, oh, how's it going? I tend to actually answer them, which really knocks people for six. And people have been asking me, like, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, a bit shit. I've got a bit of a cold. I've got a bit of a flu. And the first thing everyone has said to me is, well, don't give it to me then. 
Then fuck off, I'll give it to who I want. Who <laughs> cares? You're not Rosie Jones, you cannot dribble on people you don't like. That's, no, this is, uh... It's such an unsympathetic country. Somebody just be like, oh, that's a shame. You don't need to, like, buy me Vicks, Deborah. <laughs> okay. I see what's happened. Desiree Birch has put lady cramps on the mm-hmm. table and Ned Sedgwick has upstaged yep. with man flu. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I feel your pain, Desiree. Oh, Trust yeah, me. I definitely, you really definitely do not. believe R- that. Right in your womb. <laughs> Could you please feel my pain? It would make it yeah. all better for me. Yeah. The only thing that will stop that pain is if Desiree Birch pushes a person out of her body. I mean, and then it will stop it for the It will the supersede it with far greater pain. Exactly. <laughs> every episode of Global Pillage, Mark creates a special jingle out of a traditional folk tune, which takes us all back to a simpler time before iTunes, before streaming, and before copyright. Over to you, Mark. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, Can I just thank you, by the way, for that enormous pay rise you gave me back at the end of September? (laughs) (laughs) Really appreciate it. Um, so if you folk... haven't worked it out and you're listening at home, it's a little earlier than we're claiming it is in the year. It's called a pre-record. I mean, fucking up Hootenanny's done in March. So all you have to do this week, tell us what are the scores, please, Ned. And tell us what are the scores, please, Ned. And where is that tune from? Uh, that's the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, but where's it from? It's meant to be from somewhere in the world. I, um, right. Why don't you Google it while we're doing this? <laughs> and I'll ask you again and we'll edit it in as if we all knew. Uh, Ned, actually, Ned, you're meant to know things like this. Where's it from? Uh, 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Where's the tune originally Christmas from? Christmas song, isn't it? Yeah, but it's originally... It's not... Christmas isn't a country. <laughs> it's an island. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's from the Christmas Thanks, island. Thanks, Jess. I thought everyone else would have got that as well. Yeah. <laughs> First up is our themed round. And this week, we'll be asking questions on the subject of, you guessed it, winter holidays. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with a correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. During the Taiwanese winter solstice, where would you put your sticky dumplings? Oh. <laughs> all up in your mouth because they're probably delicious all up in your mouth okay if that right but if that were the answer would we bother asking the question okay fine how about on the windowsill to attract um i don't know like santa or whoever comes for presents Okay, so on the windowsill to attract Santa or whoever's the well, equivalent of Santa. Well, there's a disagreement because Francesco says in a hat. In the hat. In some kind of Christmas hat. Yeah. If you're listening at home, all the teams have Santa hats, but Francesco won't put his on because he's too Italian and stylish. No, my head is too big for this. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that a stylish Italian man would say. <laughs> the Spaz and Rosie Jones, do you have an answer to this question? Yeah. During the Taiwanese winter yeah. yeah. We reckon the sticky Taiwanese dumplings are put on the tree after they've been rolled in glitter. On the tree? Okay, yes. so they're like decorative sticky dumplings. Yeah. On the Norwegian tree that yeah. the Taiwanese Christians love to have <laughs> in their home at this okay. festive Perhaps time. Perhaps and cheap. then when they come in on Christmas Eve, drunk, 
Yeah, we um. Glitter and all. When you come home on Christmas Eve, drunk, all you up into your mouth. All up into your mouth. Okay, hive Glitter. mind. Do you have a better answer than any of those? By which I mean any, any answer. answer. <laughs> During the Taiwanese winter solstice, where would you put your sticky dumplings? On the front doorstep. On the front doorstep? Under your pillow. Okay, Ugh. doorstep. <laughs> sticky dumpling under the pillow. If that was a surprise, that would be awful, wouldn't it? You just put your hand underneath. Ooh. Only if a child's tooth had fallen out into it. Is that acceptable? Under the pillow. Okay. Sitting room to wait for Santa. On the roof. On the roof. In the hands of friends. In the hands of... Oh! Some people liked that and some people... I mean, it sounds nice, but it would be a messy-handed gift. Yeah, okay. All right, so if you think it's on the doorstep, Buzz, now. Under the pillow? Not even the person who said it. Um, (laughs) In the sitting room waiting for Santa or whatever the Thai equivalent of Santa is? On the roof, perhaps so the reindeers or whoever can see it coming over? Or in the hands of a friend? A friend you want to lose. (laughs) In fact, it's on the back of a door to ward off evil spirits. Mm. That's right. Ned, do you know any more about this? Dumplings play an important role in the kind of pan-Chinese winter solstice, which is one of our most important festivals. And they've got a particular type in northern China and Taiwan called a tangyaon. And the stickiness is meant to represent people coming together. Oh, so it is like putting it into the hand of a friend. It is not really a lot like that, no, because no. it's, more, it's more of a metaphor and that's is a physical a, act. Is it but... enough like that for the Taiwan to score points? No, no, okay, not even sure. Right? Okay. I tried, guys, I tried. Cajun Father Christmas is known as Papa Noel. What does he use for transport instead of a sleigh pulled by reindeer? He uses Brown. like a, a New Orleans second line. Like there's a whole parade and a brass band that's just taking him wherever he's got to go. So a New Orleans parade, yep, jazz exactly. band parade. Yep. So the Spasm Rosie Jones? We are divided. <laughs> I wanted to say I think that he rides a dog <laughs> propelled by the gaseous afterwinds of all the delicious, spicy dog dinners <laughs> that Rosie thinks. But I think it's a chicken. Occasion. So he rides by occasion chicken. He's pulled by is a funnier image. Yep. No, I don't mean, yeah, I don't yeah, mean the chicken that. says, hey, Santa, no, get I, your no, coat no. pulled. I like the idea of a chicken as a, yeah. a chicken's got reins and the Santa just scuds along behind the chicken. <laughs> All I can imagine are like a couple of like blackened chicken breasts with spices on them and reins. Like, like, because Cajun oh. chicken is so delicious. Yeah. It's I can so only think good. of food. I'm so hungry. <laughs> it's making my vegan mouth water. Yeah. I, I, I forgot the question. Okay, it's, uh, well, let's throw it chicken. to the hive mind. Cajun Father Christmas is known as Papa Noel. What does he use for transport instead of a sleigh pulled by reindeer, gang? A boat pulled by alligators. A Coca-Cola lorry. A Coca-Cola lorry. <laughs> Tractor. Coca-Cola lorry. A what, sorry? A buffalo. A bowl of gumbo. 
a bowl of gumbo with reins, okay? If you think it's a bowl of gumbo, buzz now. Uh, Clearly just a joke answer, but a nice one. If you think it's a buffalo, buzz now. If you think it's a tractor, buzz now. Coca-Cola lorry, buzz now. Or a boat with alligators, buzz now. You are correct. It's a boat pulled by alligators. (laughs) Did you know that, audience member? You made it up. No No way. No way. You must have. It must have gone in subliminally. In several European countries, a mythical figure called Krampus punishes naughty children in December. Krampus is half demon and half what? The Spaz and Rosie Jones. I think it's... Yeah. Yeah, tree. <laughs> tree. Half demon and half tree. Yep. Ooh. Like an ent, but that's a cunt. <laughs> like a what? Oh, Deborah, you need to get some more geek points. An ent is one of the... Fabulous talking trees in Lord of the Rings oh, and okay. The Hobbit, etc. Okay, like an ent, but it's... A cunt. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> it's a charming tea time show, <laughs> just to be clear of the tone. So sorry. It's because it's Christmas. I assume everyone's been drinking since breakfast. Yeah. Is, if you've uh, brought, yeah. Has anyone brought children just to be... Oh, God. Yes, no. you have brought children. Sorry. Yes. How old is she? Oh, you've heard all the words. <laughs> All right, ambiguously I'm so brown. sorry I said ent. <laughs> Do you have an answer? Yes, half demon, half zebra. Half demon, half zebra, why? Because Krampus is the Greek word for zebra. Is it? Ooh. She was lucky before, I can, I can do the same. I, I'm hoping that I'm right. Oh, so you're just speaking with confidence, hoping you're right. Yeah, yeah, she did it before, why not me? I, there's no reason it couldn't be you this time, Francesco. Why, Krampus, I, I remember from my classical studies that Krampus is like a zebra. Okay, all right, a zebra, hive mind in several European countries. Krampus punishes naughty children in December. He's half demon and half what? God. Goat. Goat. Rabbit. Rabbit. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Full demon. That's full demon. (laughs) Brackets full demon. Okay. (laughs) All right. If you think he's half demon and half God, buzz now. If you think he's half demon and half goat, buzz now. Rabbit, buzz now. Boris Johnson, brackets full demon. <laughs> Buzz now. Yeah, I'm glad he got something. Um, in fact, you are correct, it's goat. Uh, yeah. Francesco just said there aren't even zebras in Greece. Yes. So why would it be a zebra? Yeah. I didn't answer because I just thought Krampus was me. So, <laughs> Francesco, I just looked up what zebra is in Greek, and it's close to Krampus, it's zebra. <laughs> Political rant, don't say ant, laugh until we're dead. Tell us what others said. Thank you, Mark and team. In joint second place, it's the Spaz and Rosie Jones and Ambiguously Brown, two things which I just feel I shouldn't say, uh, <laughs> with no points. And in first place, with 20 points, it's a hive mind. <laughs> 
the next so close. <laughs> so close. So close, Rosie. So close. Let's see if this round can uh, mix things up. The next round is everyone's favourite round. Idiots! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English, fingers on buzzers? In Mandarin, they say, you're delivering coal in the snow. What does that mean? You're delivering coal in the snow. You're wasting your time. Uh, sorry, is that, is that a heckle or is it uh, an answer? <laughs> the way you've looked at me afterwards with that impenetrable Italian stare. No, no, I think... I mean, I'm kind of aware I'm wasting my time. It's four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and I'm you. sitting with people in September in Christmas hats asking ridiculous questions. I'm aware I've wasted my life. I don't need you, like my mother, to ring me up and say, you should have been a human rights lawyer. I always said. But, I mean, you know, thank you. I think, I think literally... If you uh, delivering coal to, to the snow, it's mm, there's no point. Well, so. not to the snow, in the snow, <laughs> because that's when you would need coal for the heat is when it's snowing. Oh. Can I say something else? <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Like, it's the opposite of wasting time. Exactly the opposite of wasting time. I love. Did you think you were bringing like Santa was like you've been very bad snow this year. Here's all your coal. No, in this that's when you need the coal. It's kind of like yeah. you're a breath of fresh air or a, a, in the nick of time. Like you're bringing coal in the snow. You're exactly what we needed right now. Thank God you're here. Yeah, you're okay. yeah, that one. Yeah. All right, the Spasmodes Jones. Do you have an answer? I want to posit that it means. Even though we are currently experiencing live evidence of global warming, you continue to further fuck the planet with your use of a fossil fuel. Very well known in Dorset. So it's an ancient idiom about global warming? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hive mind. In Mandarin, they say you're delivering coal in the snow. What do they mean? You're giving a really bad present. Are you giving a bad present? Oh, nice. Bull in a china shop. You're selfless. Standing out. Standing out uh, like a shag on a rock. Mm. That's what we say in Australia. It doesn't mean you're shagging on a rock. A shag is a bird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Missed the boat. Nice. Okay. All right. Oh, people are muttering about that one, aren't they? (laughs) But the wisdom of it. All right. Uh, If it's a bad present, Buzz Now. Bull in a China shop, Buzz Now. Selfless, Buzz Now. Standing out like a shag on a rock, Buzz Now? Or you've missed the boat, Buzz Now? In fact, ambiguously Brown had it, providing assistance when it's needed. Oh! We we have a very peculiar way to to achieve our goals. This is how we work. I say something, she says the opposite, and we win. (laughs) Well, it was out the window when you said zebra in Greece. I was just like... You're on your own, Birch. You're on your own. I think that my, my hat, the problem is this hat. It's too tight. It's too tight. It's, too tight. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's making a fantasy Take the hat off. Zebras. Listen, it's a podcast. You don't need to wear the hat. Oh, yes. <laughs> the audience have seen you in it and they found you adorable. Just be yeah. comfortable. Thank you. In Germany, they say yesterday's snow. What do they mean? If something's yesterday's snow. Today's urine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yesterday's snow is always revolting today. It is okay. always disgusting. So something that's disgusting? Yes. Spazzin' Rosie Jones? Well, I bet it's shit. Something that's shit. Something ruined. So, so something got, past its best. 
past. Yeah. Okay, it's past yeah. its best. Okay. <laughs> Hive mind in Germany, they say something's yesterday's snow. Today's yes. Oh, today's yes. Yesterday's no. Yes. Oh. I want you on my dingbats team. <laughs> yesterday's news. Water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. A minor inconvenience. The trains are running again. <laughs> in Germany. It, yes, because in, <laughs> yes. in Germany the only conveniences generally are minor because everything's so efficient. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they've got a special idiom for it. Anything else? Hindsight. Hindsight. Okay. So if you think it's today's yes, buzz now. Yesterday's news, buzz now. Water under the bridge, buzz now. A minor inconvenience, buzz now. Or hindsight, buzz now. In fact, it can either mean water under the bridge or oh. old hat, which I think is past its best. So I think both the Spaz and Rosie Jones and <laughs> the High Five Scores. I've never got a point on this show before, Rosie. <laughs> In Russia, they say it's like snow on your head. What do they mean? It's like snow on your head. Uh. You're upside down. <laughs> it can work. 100% backing that answer. 100%. It's like snow on your head. Okay. Uh, Spasm Rosa Jones. We think it means it's been too long since you've moved. <laughs> upside down. It's been too long since you've moved. If it's had time so, to settle. Right. So you've been sitting in an armchair for a week. It's like yeah. it's snow on your head. Right. Okay. Hive mind. You're about to get wet. You're okay. about to get wet. got snow on your head. Yeah, but it's about to melt, I assume that's what you're anticipating. Yeah, I mean it's still you're right, Rosie. It's still gonna be wet. Yeah. What? The snow on your head is wet. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But the hive mind has countered an answer and we must respect that. Um, I don't. <laughs> and nor will Ned. Uh, anything else, Hive Mind? Head in the clouds. Head in the clouds. You're missing the obvious. You're missing the obvious. Got bad dandruff. Missing the obvious. Uh, dandruff. Uh, no big deal. It's like so on your head. You should have brought a hat. Brilliant answer. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby, it's cold outside. Okay, all right. If you think it's, you're about to get wet, Buzz now. Head in the clouds, Buzz now. Brilliant. If Good. you think you've missed the obvious, Buzz now. Dandruff, Buzz now. No big deal, Buzz now. You should have brought a hat, Buzz now. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside, Buzz now. In fact, nobody had it. It's a very sudden or surprising bolt from the blue. It's like, ah, oh, there's suddenly the snow on my head. It's like it's happened really quickly. When snow comes on your head, apparently it's, it, it's a big surprise. Um, <laughs> probably because you're upside down, and I think That's, it all I agree. comes yeah. back full circle. Answer. And it's the end of the round. We go with the flow like gold Tell us what the Spaz and Rosie Jones and Ambiguously Brown are still in second place, but now with 10 points apiece. And the Hive Mind are winning with 30 points. Oh! 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Next, it's our music round. Mark will play three pieces of Christmassy music. In each case, we want to know from what country the piece originated. And just to be absolutely clear, iTunes is not a country. (laughs) Fingers on buzzers. Where were the bells tolling in this piece of Christmas music? Ambiguously brown. Um, uh, uh, Russia, where you're upside down with snow on your head. Okay, Russia. Ooh. Um, Namibia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing to win, Debs. What can I say? Okay, Russia, Namibia. Hive mind, does anybody know? The Ukraine. Ukraine. Germany. Switzerland. Switzerland. Germany. Germany. France. I mean, you can't just shout at all the countries. <laughs> you are going to have to get behind one. France, buzz now. Germany, buzz now. Switzerland, buzz now. Ukraine, buzz now. You are correct, Hive Mind, it's Ukraine. It's the bell carol from Ukraine. So to give meaning to the phrase, for whom the bell tolls, after he wrote the bell carol, this guy was assassinated by a Soviet agent. So it, it wasn't So a I should get some story. points for that too. Uh, if you said it, then you would have done as things stand. Which country gave us this famous song of praise named the Calypso Carol? Oh, now carry me to Bethlehem To see the Lord who killed two men Just as poor as was the stable then The Prince of Glory is his name It's not Russia. <laughs> <laughs> then it's got to be Ukraine. <laughs> I'm trying to think where UKIP have their annual general conference. (laughs) Right there. Barbados. Barbados, okay. So, I don't know. Like Santa Domingo? Okay, sure. Santa Domingo. In fact, it's the United Kingdom. Despite being introduced... That joke about UKIP. 
Oh! <laughs> Say United Kingdom, guys. Shit. They can, so they can guess the name of a song instead. I don't think yeah. That's not fair. Okay. Did anybody know it? Just, just be honest. If you knew it, we'll play it out like you knew it. Come on. Did anybody know it? Okay, what did you know about it? What's your name? What's the thing you know about it? Okay, if you know anything about it. I genuinely would have guessed it because I thought it was a misnomer because it's got Calypso in it, so presumably it's, it's someone in the UK writing, pretending. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have to play this out. Okay, so let's just, for the edit, we're going to pretend. So a couple of people get other answers ready. Okay, ready. <laughs> we're, we're all right. Are we in Italy? This is what <laughs> This is cheating. This is totally cheating. No, because we can't lose it. It's really good. AC12 is less corrupt than this. (laughs) And Ned can fudge around with the points, but we do want an answer for the edit. Okay. Um, Hive Mind, where do you think it's from? (laughs) Sorry, where? Trinidad. Trinidad, thank you. New Zealand. Madagascar. Iceland. Madagascar, that's probably enough now. Uh, Madagascar. Latvia. Oh, for fuck's sake. Always tell them the answer. Any more, guys? Any more? Latvia. Anything else? Iceland. Iceland. Anything else? Oh, oh, why the UK? This is This is a lot of imagination. Okay. That's a silly answer. uh, (laughs) Instead of buzzing, because there's so many, just shout out the one you think it is. One, two, three. The UK! Heard quite a lot from Latvia, but more from the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In fact, that is correct. Well. Despite being introduced by BBC announcers on Songs of Praise as originating in the West Indies, the song was actually written by Michael Perry while at Theological College in Southgate, London. So they lied on the BBC and said oh, something... Songs of Praise, no less. Wrongs of Praise, more like. Do you know what? <laughs> Do you know what? It's hard to believe anything you hear on the radio, the television, or on any podcast. <laughs> it's almost like it's all fixed. Yeah. Which country provided the basis for this Christmas song, written by Greg Lake? Austria. 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 You sure? No, <laughs> at all, not at all. But it seems like it reminds me of Austria. Oh, yeah, it's like and I've never been. Watsi, and there's like a, yeah, exactly. a zebra no, dancing with to, a man. I'm just trying to give you a hint. That's all right. This Spasm Rosie Jones. Switzerland. Okay. Uh, hive Mind. Russia. Russia. Finland. Finland. Russia, Finland, Italy, Iceland, Latvia. USA. Okay, it is one of those. Shout out the one you think it is. One, two, three. Yeah. Russia is correct! Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you tell us any more about it, Mark? Yeah, sure. It's um, Lieutenant KJ by Prokofiev, or Prokofiev, as my mate Nick from A-Level Music used to call it. Um, and that movement from the Swedes is the troika. And the troika refers to a three-horsed cart. So there's a particular type of battle cart that you get. The folk origin of that song comes from the Hussars in Russia. It was used in, I believe, in Father Christmas by Greg Lake, who died around about this time last year. 
as you'll see. Oh. Well, that's December. made the whole thing sad. <laughs> December. And December, yes. on Christmas Day. Yeah. And it's the end of the round. <laughs> The Spaz and Rosie Jones and Ambiguously Brown are maintaining their second place with 10 points apiece, and the Hive Mind are running away with it with 45 points. Um, <laughs> next, it's our. Are you, are you sniffing. We're sniffing sharpies. The sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> Is the Spaz and Rosie Jones sniffing glue? They're doing is performance enhancing during... drugs over there. <laughs> Could you... yeah. well, well, they Just ready for they're... the last push. When they did a little pit <laughs> Next, it's our true or false round. I'm going to read you three statements about a tradition. Two are carefully researched, and one is completely made up, which actually is about our usual ratio in any case. <laughs> that would have been better if I'd read that earlier and realised... I'm going to sell this whole thing again. Two of the statements are carefully researched and one is completely made up, which is actually about our usual ratio in any case. It's not as funny the second time you've heard it. <laughs> but I felt like together we were going for a better edit, so I thought you were just going to support me. No. It's like I've done a trust exercise there. I've fallen backwards off a stage and you've all just stepped away. I'm going to do that one more time and you're going to laugh as if you've never heard it before. Two of these facts are carefully researched and one is completely made up, which is actually about our usual ratio in any case. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bunch of ants. with fake laughing is it does lead to real laughing. (laughs) Can you find the fraud? The Yule Lads are a gang of 13 individuals from Icelandic folklore who arrive on consecutive nights in December. Is that true or false? This is the second fact. In previous generations... They were generally portrayed as mischievous but friendly. However, in recent years, they have often been described as far more threatening, even homicidal. Fact three, their names when translated include door slammer, sausage swiper, and meat hook. Which one of these is a lie? Ambiguously brown. Um, I think it's the first one. I think that they are both good and evil, and they probably have names like that. But they probably come on like... 12 days or 14 days or some other, like, tiny little... That's very Okay, good. so and not a gang of 13 individuals. Or, yeah, there you go. But yeah, a gang exactly. of There's, 14 or 15 or, yeah. or a crowd of... 20. They're basically Goldie-looking chains. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a very 2007 reference. <laughs> well, I'm fucking dated, so <laughs> live with it. The Spaz and Rosie Jones? I think it might be the second one. Yeah. I reckon they're all evil. They're yeah. all evil, none all of Because it sounds, the Yule Lads, like no. the nickname for a rugby team on a stag do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ruin, ruining a comedy gig. Right, OK, all right. <laughs> With so an inflatable yeah. penis Naughty. and an inflatable goat. <laughs> An inflatable Krampus. They're naughty, um, naughty boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you think it's the Yule lads are always bad? Hive mind? 
The second one, why? Because you know. <laughs> because it's the answer. Okay, because you know. Uh, could you tell us more? Oh, Rosie Jones. Okay, oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> Rosie Jones thinks that she's got the answer as someone in the hive mind who's very academic seems to have endorsed it. In fact, it is number two. Yes! But hold on. In previous years, they were depicted as murderous. Now they are much more benevolent. So they both got it right, Ned. Yeah, so it's five points apiece, I think. Five points apiece, and it's the end of the round. <laughs> Drug abuse is bad news. Stick the fruit and veg. Tell us what other scores, please, Ned. Ambiguously Brown are now in third place, still with 10 points. The Spaz and Rosie Jones are up to second place with 15 points. And the Hive Mind are still winning with 50 points. <laughs> wow. All to play for. Can I request that we get a huff on that Sharpie as well? Because it seems to have pushed you into the lead. For the love of the word huff. Yes, you can. The next round is the team's round. Well, you're actually doing it. It's really It's Christmas after all that. And now Francesco looks like even more of a Grinch because he's not put his hat on and he's not huffing on the Sharpie. (laughs) Exactly. Have you never had an English Christmas before? I'm going to change my I feel Twitter like handle have... to huffing on a show. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like on QI they probably get like proper top quality cocaine at oh, the Christmas yeah. special. <laughs> I would hope it's so. like, this is sort of podcast drugs, isn't it? A Sharpie <laughs> sniffed on stage as opposed to some genuine snow in the green room. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a festive question based on their cultural family background. But please bear in mind that traditions specific to your own family will be very hard for the other teams to guess, no matter how charming they are. So, ambiguously brown, do you have a festive question for the Spaz and Rosie Jones? In Italy, we have a tradition at Christmas. We have uh, Santa Claus that uh, brings uh, presents. And then we have uh, Christmas witch in January. What she brings to children if they are good and what if they are bad. Okay, so what does the witch bring if the children are good in Italy in January and what does she bring if they're bad? I think um, from my quarter Austrian-ness that as a rule, all of these Krampus and witch-type figures, if their kid were bad, normally they gave them a lump of coal, yeah. Should we go for that for bad? And then if good, maybe a Sharpie. (laughs) (laughs) But like the extra big one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just, you get those short ones, don't you, which I assume are for the children to huff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For a girl. (laughs) Yes, Sharpie's for her. Is that correct? Half correct and half... Uh, no. Because, oh. uh, the sharp is correct. <laughs> That's how that does got anybody, started. You can't score points for this, but does anybody know and want to shout out? Herring. A herring. If you've been good. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I know. It's, how many kids want a herring? In Switzerland. Uh, uh, what, is, what is it, Francesca? The, only the starving. Oh, candies. Cat candies if you're good. Sweets if you're good. Yes, okay, half, so they got half. half I thought they brought sticks and I thought they beat you. 
No, no. I've seen that. This in is just school. This is just oh, school. Like in, Italy, in Italy. January witches yeah. just come to beat you up. The Spasm Rosie Jones, do you have a question for the hive mind? I am from Yorkshire. And then Yorkshire, we hate getting ripped off. <laughs> Yeah. Do? I feel like that's universal, but yeah. continue. Well, they are got to keep our money because we got none. <laughs> so much so that a disgruntled customer of the Yorkshire Bank decided to change his name. By Deepol to what? So what did a disgruntled customer change his name to, Hivemind? Scrooge, Yorkshire banker bastards. Shout out the one you think it is. One, two, three. Yorkshire ripoff. Is it Yorkshire ripoff or something similar? No. What is it? It is Yorkshire Bank are fat shit bastards. (laughs) Specifically, Yorkshire Bank PLC are fascist bastards. That man's called now. Wow. Um, So somebody almost had it, but the hive mind didn't back it. That's the way your Christmas cookie crumbles. Hive mind, do you have a question for Ambiguously Brown? Hi, my name's Toby, and I'm from Manchester and London. Bye, Nigeria. (laughs) Good, Okay. And do you have a question? So in Nigeria at this time of year, being December, um, (sighs) who or what is a masquerade? Because my English is not... Perfect. But no, it's adorable, is... though. Yes. <laughs> masquerade is the scene in Eyes Wide Shut. That's right. Yes. Yes. So it's Eyes Wide Shut at Christmas time. <laughs> just, just put those together in your mind in Nigeria. That's what it is. Okay. Is that it... is a masquerade. Okay. okay. Is it a sex ball? <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> what is it, in fact? It's like a. It's a man dressed up with. You can't see his face. He's like dressed up like a walking muppet. But, like, you can't see his face and properly scared the shit out of me when I was, like, two years old. Oh. <laughs> Is that what he's supposed to do? I think so, yeah. So they dress up and they just... They don't have a face, but they have, like, uh, lots of streamers and bangles and things like that, and you can't see the face, and they kind of dance around really freakily. So... Wow. Cool. I don't know why they do it. So uh, it's sex party. Yeah, sex party. <laughs> there is a so tie you to the sex party. Yeah, there right. is a on you, like in the movie. What, like, <laughs> oh, like, he's still on eyes wide shut. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's so hive mind score some points because ambiguously Brand didn't get it, and it's the end of the round. <laughs> Ambiguously Brown is still in third place, but with an improved 15 points. The Spaz and Rosie Jones are in second place with 20 points, and the Hive Mind are in first place with 55 points. Next up is the Game Changer round. This is the round in which we ask a question about an oppressed minority who rose up and stuck it to the man. Christmas heroes like the Shepherds who protected baby Jesus, or John McClane who liberated Nakatomi Plaza. (laughs) I get it, it's die hard. <laughs> I understand it now. <laughs> I understand it now. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's only one question in this round, but it's worth double points. So if you're the losing team, you might find victory is sitting wrapped under the tree after all. But get the wrong answer and it'll just be another pair of socks. On the 25th of December 1989, a Romanian newspaper carried the headline, Santa will not be shot today. What was this referring to? Clearly the guy who played Santa in that country for all the kids was probably like a drunk and a degenerate. And they were like, hey, we're getting you out of here. And they parted him on Christmas Day and allowed him to continue to be a drunk, degenerate Santa. So this was the, the pardoning kids. of bad Santa. Yes, yes. <laughs> was Basil Rosie Jones? Was there a convict in prison? Called Santa. Yeah. Called Santa. A convict yeah. in prison on death well, row. Part of the reason that he turned to a life of violent crime had been his parents' cruel decision to name him Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving it out to Jess because in 1989 I wasn't born because <laughs> I'm a beautiful baby. <laughs> <laughs> what year were you born? 1990. Oh. What are you doing? What are you doing out alone then? Um, but my mum's at the back. She's not really. <laughs> On December 25th, 1989, a Romanian newspaper carried the headline Santa will not be shot today. What was that referring to? Okay, so it is correct in as much as yes, that is the reason the headline came out. But what. That's right. Under his rule, all Christmas was banned, so references to who was banned? Santa. That's right. The hive might have it. You'll see it written that Christmas was banned, but it actually wasn't. All references to Santa Claus, Father Christmas, were banned, and he was replaced by this kind of communist, uberman figure who would go around kind of teaching children how to be productive. And surprisingly, he didn't take off. Um, <laughs> but Ceausescu was actually shot on Christmas Day. And a couple of days before, when he was trying to stop the revolution, he sent a letter out to everyone, manifesto out, saying, go home and enjoy your Christmas dinner, which people didn't really like, given he tried to destroy Christmas and they didn't have any food. So they were like, well probably going to topple you instead, given we've got nothing to eat. So there wow. you go. The final round is our quick fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz, and then shout out the answer as loud as you can. Fingers on buzzers or tongues on buzzers, if you're a hive mind. Time starts now. In the Czech Republic, this Hollywood film was released as Santa is a Deviant. What was its English language title? Bad Santa. Bad Santa is correct. <laughs> Finish this joke about Hanukkah. My mother once gave me two sweaters for Hanukkah. The next time we visited, I made sure to wear one. But when she saw me, instead of smiling, she said... Correct. Buzz, what's wrong with the other one? <laughs> what religion were the three wise men? Zoroastrian. Correct. Zoroastrian. The Sami people of the Arctic have 65 words for snow. But what part of a reindeer's anatomy do they have 150 words for? Antlers. Antlers is correct. In what country did St. Nicholas live? Turkey. Turkey is correct. <laughs> <laughs> On what date do Coptic Christians celebrate Christmas? About January the 7th. Correct, January the 7th. Oh. Uh, fewer than 4% of the world's children are American, but what percentage of the world's toys do they buy? 
like nearly 100%. Come on. Oh, like, I don't know. 87%. 40%. Finish this joke. Why should you let turkeys join your band? Correct, they bring their own drumsticks. Ah. Time's up, and it's the end of the show. A gig in a Twelve comedians ripping fine wine voices, lifting Tom Clark, watching Mark Piano, watching Deborah's gig mode, parking on the slip road. <laughs> that joke is tired, Mark's getting fired. Five guilty feminists, given latitude, comedians are rude, probably off their heads. In third place, with 20 points, it's Ambiguously Brown. Bronze medal, gang. And it got very close towards the end. Only a (laughs) 55-point difference. (laughs) In second place, under the mistletoe, it's the spasmed Rosie Jones. And our real Christmas crackers of a hive mind in first place with 80 points. So, so it's batches of sticky Taiwanese dumplings to our winners, but a visit from Krampus to our losers. And I'll leave you on this thought from Ukraine. The devil always takes back his gifts. That's why I always re-gift them. Then the devil doesn't know where to look. <laughs> Please give it up for Francesca De Carlo. Desiree Bar- Jessica Foster Q, Rosie Jones, Ned Sedgwick at Pennant's Corner, Mark Potter on Heaborn, you the high find. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. You have been listening to Global Page, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. The music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. Producer for the Spontaneity Shop is John Zielinski. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place, as well as the London Podcast Festival. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.